I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP Radio. Hello, my fellow DDP Yoga Warriors. What is going on? It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Time here in the United States of America. And we have a guest who's on a completely different schedule. We're going to introduce him in just a second. Uh, but it's going to be a fun show tonight. I'm going to bring on, of course, uh, the one, the only, the voice of reason in the world of EDP Radio Madness. Of course, we are talking about the one and the only, the inspirational Stacey Morris. How are you, Stacey? I'm doing good, Mike. How are you? Oh, I cannot complain. I could, but uh, we don't need to take a whole show listening to it. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, of course, um, we have on the show, he is the uh, DC to my AC uh, he is the one, the only, Robert McLaren. Hello, my friends. Uh, it's always so great to hear your voice every week. <laughs> oh, you love me. You wouldn't even know what to do with the weekly outlet of just tearing me apart on the radio. Yeah, I'd find someone else. It's it's not that hard. Uh, <sighs> all right. Well, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, we got. I'm going to bring him on right away because we don't want to waste all this time. We're going to get into some of the bits yes. that we need to take care of in a little bit. But I want to bring him on right away because he's on a slightly different schedule, pretty much reversed from where we are almost. Uh, you guys know him if you've been around the DDP Yoga community for any length of time. Uh, he recently made a trip to the DDP Yoga Performance Center. Uh, he's been at the DDP Yoga Retreat, and he is uh, now the official uh, director of certification for the DDP Yoga uh, certification program. Uh, he's a super cool guy. He's getting track of all trades, drummer, DDP Yoga instructor, uh, I'm just going to bring him right on. He's the god of thunder all the way from across the pond. We have Mr. Hayden Walden. Hello, Hayden. Hi, guys. How you doing? Doing good, good man. man. Good See, good. when I talk to someone with a British accent, it's always kind of, like, intimidating because I, I just sound stupider than I am because you can't, like, sound like Hayden and not come across as, like, a smooth-sounding, like, cool guy. <laughs> yeah, the problem is I end up kind of talking with a slight American twang without meaning to as well. It feels weird every time. Uh, so when you when you talk to uh, people from the states, you kind of put on the little little edge to it. Yeah, Laura is always telling me I come off the phone and she's saying you're pronouncing words differently again. So <laughs> I'm careful. Well, that that's interesting. Um, so you recently came down to the performance center. You spent uh, some time here. I, I, I saw the awesome work you did on on the live workouts and. 
uh, experiences, you. and you've been doing uh, the deep yoga certification for probably. You, were you one of the first uh, to actually become certified? Yeah, I was um, officially the second to be certified. I was um, the first outside the United States. Yeah, um, second overall. So, yeah, um, December 2013. So I signed up on August the 1st, 2013, the day the certification was launched, sat at my computer, logged on. Obviously, I'm five hours ahead of you guys, so I kind of logged on for anybody else. Um, paid it off and, uh, and started training straight away. And then passed in December, I think it's December 16th, 2013. So about four or five months. And you kind of took to it like a bat of the hell. You were determined to get that thing kind of taken care of. And, uh, you know, people talk about that as the certification rolls out, like people didn't really know what to expect. You know, DDP Yoga wasn't exactly at the exact place uh, it is today. We were still building, and we never dreamed we'd even get to this point. Um, but when the certification came out, I was shocked at how great and inclusive of a program it was. It was a really top-notch uh, program that was designed by a lot of uh, key people in the program, very hands-on and actually prepared you really well for the certification. And as uh, you've taken, you know, we're one of the first ones to get certification, you've taken on uh, kind of an involvement, uh, evolving in your uh, involvement, shall I say. Uh, you, <laughs> yeah. you, you became a mentor and then you kind of, uh, you know, merged into the part where you're pretty much the expert, the go-to expert for the DDP Yoga certification program. And now, along with Yoga Doc, are, are the two key guys in getting people certified. Uh, talk about uh, how you kind of rolled into that kind of um, leadership position. Okay. Um, so, obviously, kind of wanted to go through this. There was a lot of involvement from the first eight to ten people go through, always sort of getting questions about, you know, what do you think? Do we need to do this? How do you Now, when the certification first launched back in 2014, you're right, it was really, really in-depth, it was really inclusive, but also it was quite an open-ended situation because no one had gone through the process yet. No one had done it that way. Um, so as it evolved, you ended up with um, more and more people getting signed up, getting interested in what was going on with the certification. Um, and it kind of evolved slowly over the course of maybe the first sort of six months or so. Once you got the first two or three certified, we entered into 2014, you've got uh, Liz and Christina coming through, Steve Doyle coming through, people like that were just starting to pass. Um, and that's when it became quite apparent that there might be fault for those guys that had gone first to step up and do some mentoring as you've already mentioned um, and that's when the mentor thing was kind of developed because it was born out of a lot of conversations between Liz and myself and Doc and various others about Doc was getting more and more people signed up sending in more and more videos and you know there's only so much one man can do when there are like 120 plus people sending videos for it so the idea was you had the guys that were certified already that would watch the videos and say, that's actually not quite 
ready to send to Doc. You need to work on this. You need to look at this. Maybe slow your pace down here. Maybe, you know, you've forgotten a certain phase there or you've, you've done 20 punches instead of 10. That sort of thing. Calling people out on certain little things, making sure it was up to scratch before they sent it through to Doc. So there was less sort of video time. And then, obviously, as we move forward, you know, we're, we're talking, it's been mentioned several times already that there, there is going to be level two, there is going to be level three, and so on. Um, and it was kind of brought to my attention that there was a possibility of bringing someone in to work alongside Doc and take some of the pressure off through some of the videos um, and certifying people um, at the level one level as the focus sort of moves towards getting the level two prepared and pushing the certification further forward as we go. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. And, you know, Doc undertook this uh, this uh, project uh, to get the certification off the ground, and he's done an amazing, amazing job uh, with all of this. And it has grown to huge, 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 like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's Robert will verify this, but you know, on currently on every month we're we're signing up between sort of eight to sort of ten people thereabouts every month. We're signing up for the certification, mm-hmm. um, and we do have, you know, there are still people on the list that that signed up when it first started, that signed up back in 2013, 2014 that are still on there, that are still working towards it. And, you know, yeah, now that it's still <laughs> I didn't want to mention I have no problem <laughs> calling him out. <laughs> I know that is something. <laughs> yeah, Mike, Mike was actually one of the first people to sign up for certification. I believe he was probably in line with me, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> Uh-oh. Mike, I'm, I'm, I'm staying clear. I'm on this show. Mike took a beating from Steve Richard, so I'm just... We I'm all bloom in our own time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what my mom said about my first girlfriend. <laughs> hopefully, this, hopefully this year. <laughs> um, so, yeah, going back to, I mean, the fact that now there are two of us working on certifying people and the, the sort of general consensus of how this runs now is people send their videos to me and I'll do the reviewing and obviously let them know they've passed, they passed that section, then they do their diamond dozen videos from that through and then after that Doc sends them the test but people can still send videos to Doc if they need to, if they feel they want to, um, it's not completely all down to me It's I'm working with him on this and the idea is that we get them moving quicker because like, a lot of those people want to get their videos through that have been in some 2014, some 13. So we want to get them up. We want to get them certified. We've got calls for instructors worldwide. And so it'd be great to see these people that have signed up, that are in different countries, that are from other parts of the world. Not yeah, we actually had one. I'd send it to, I'm sure you saw, you saw it already, Hayden. We had I've, somebody sign yeah. up from Iceland today. Yeah, from Reykjavik. Amazing. That was. I've been in conversation with a with a girl from Germany um, quite recently. She's very interested in doing that, so we've just been working out how she's going to get 
um, doing the certification based on what her native English, whether English is strong enough to get through, um, how she can do this. Um, I mean, it is. It's going worldwide, and I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say it now. If, if people are interested in looking at this from a business standpoint, now is the time to sign up and do this because this is the number one home workout system in the planet. This is the main one. So sign up now, get certified, and learn how to teach it because you're gonna be ahead of the curve. You're gonna be before everybody else. Um, Hayden, what would you say to someone who maybe has been dreaming about this or toying with it and feels a little intimidated? Like, how, how can I go from standing in front of the television and, and yep. letting Dallas lead me to becoming a teacher? How do I make that leap? Um, that's a really good question because I, I've been thinking about this recently, um, for me personally, it was it was quite an easy transition because I do I teach I teach drums already, um, so going into any form of teaching was it was kind of standard something I do. But when you come from a from a point of view of never having taught anything before, maybe you've got sort of like you said you've been led by Dallas on the DVD on the app for so long, and you've suddenly got to stand in front of the room. It's it's very humbling for a start, straight away. Um, you have to, obviously, get used to calling the workout. We all know, um, the, everyone online talks about it now, the level one workout. The level one workout is the main workout you have to learn through the certification process. Um, and, I mean, my advice to everybody is learn how to call it in sleep. Learn how to say every move, every modification, comfortably in your sleep so when you get in front of your first class and you're nervous you at least know the workout like the back of your hand you know where you're going each time you know what you want to say you can stutter around your words you can stumble over them it's not a problem it's going to be like that but you've got 20 hours of practice teaching to get to so there's plenty of time to get comfortable teaching hopefully if you're enjoying it and you've got people that are coming along every week, you're going to get used to seeing the same faces so it will get more and more comfortable and more and more familiar for you. But before you even venture out of your line or wherever you do your workout into a whole teacher class make sure you know that workout inside out. That's the easiest thing. And then the interesting thing is um, Liz pointed this out and um, I'm noticing it today of all things, I, I'm not the world's greatest public speaker. I never have been. Um, but thanks to doing DDT yoga, teaching DDT yoga, standing in front of classes of anywhere between three people and 25 people, you get a little bit more confident. You feel a little bit more sure about yourself. So it definitely builds you. It builds your personality. It builds your confidence there and just speak without a problem and that will come across those 20 hours across your practice teaching so it's not unusual to be nervous when you first start it's not unusual to feel completely out of your comfort zone and it's also not unusual to look down at your heart rate on your first class and realize that you're way 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 above your fat burning zone and it, and it is a skill to be learned too it, it's something that the first two times you do it i mean no matter how many times you've worked out uh, with uh, Dallas via the, the television or the app, 
um, as soon as you start doing it and introducing the uh, the calling of the positions and, and the mirrored uh, uh, positions, it's it's a foreign kind of uh, you know skill to you, and you're probably not going to be great at first. It's going to take a time to build up your your the way you do things, and even after you get certified, there's still going to be a point where you're just going to get better and better. It is kind of a craft that you learn over time. Absolutely, and um, um, I found a. I'm, I'm name dropping all my pals in this, by the way. Every, everybody who's like certified and on community yoga Facebook forums is going to get a mention somewhere in this tonight. Um, basically, I found a message the other day from uh, Finbar Smith. Um, when we were both going through the certification process, we were sort of gearing each other along, and one of the things that we were sending was how how much easier it is now to stand in front of a DVD workout at the time and just blast through it without a problem, but maybe struggle to get your heart rate going. But the minute you get in front of the class, your heart rate goes sky high. You've got nerves. You've got, like you say, you're calling every workout, every move, every position. You're, you're calling the modifications. You're trying to do your people up. You're getting them engaged. So everything's working harder and everything's working faster. And I actually used the phrase to tell me that maybe you need to be two diamond cutters fit to call one class when you're training and I'd never really thought about it until I saw that message again and it kind of in my head it still seems true that if you can do two standard DDT yoga workouts straight through two of the sort of longer ones you're going to have maybe the cardiovascular strength to get through four in the full workout again this all comes with the practice that you do anyway at home you're going to be doing a level one when you're practicing a lot you're going to be doing your calling of the workout, hopefully, when you're practicing. So you're going to be pushing your own limits with what you're saying, what you're saying as you're moving, and you're in a push-up position and applying to your time to call things out to people that might not be in the room. You're just doing it to practice. But it is going to improve your strength, and it's not going to not going to wear you out so much when you do go into that first class because it's, it's exhausting mentally and physically gaining the first time you do it, but it's such a book. And I mean that from a musician's point of view, of a guy who's played on stage in front of thousands of people, there's nothing finer than getting on the mat in front of three people, four people on my first class and feeling like, oh, well, I'm here. <laughs> I just, I, I just don't, I can't believe I've done it. It was outstanding. Hey, you're coming through a little bit muffled. I don't know if you need to check your microphone or, or, or what, Hayden. But uh... on my iPad. Uh... Oh. Okay. I moved around a bit. All right. Um. Yeah. I, I've been I've been having trouble kind of kind of it's it's it seems very like, muffled like underwater. Uh. But we'll just try to move move uh along with it uh kind of make it work. Uh. If we can. Um. But, uh, okay. yeah, I mean, that, that's a great point. And, um, you know, so you, you, most things people do, I mean, even, you know, like we talked about, the workouts are, are, are a different animal than, than, you know, taking the certification and you learn different skills. And sometimes you've been doing a workout for a long time and it's kind of hard to break those habits. So it's definitely something you build on over time. But, you know, this isn't like a certification where you're just going to get it, frame it, put it in your wall and forget it. There are several, like, very the majority of the people being certified for DDP yoga are actively using their certifications and teaching successful classes. I know you 
uh, you know, our teaching classes often, and so many other people who have gotten the certification um, yep. done. So this is, you know, this is people making, uh, you know, making money, making, you know, being out there, being active, doing the DDP yoga uh, program, something they're passionate about, and actually being able to make it work as kind of a, a little bit of a business for themselves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you do have to be very proactive once you're certified. You know, the world's oyster, go out there and start the classes you can do, work it down your time. Um, it's, it's kind of interesting watching what's happened for me personally, class-wise, since I started. I, had, I started with maybe two classes a week, and then by the middle of the summer in 2014, I was in, I think, 11 classes. Some of those were one-to-ones. Um, and some of them were obviously in the classes, but I was doing those 11 times a week. Um, slowly but surely, you do start to realize which classes are going to work on a financial basis, which ones aren't. Um, and, and now I think I'm two and a half years into teaching, and I've got it down to uh, six classes a week, and they're all full, they're good numbers. And they're easy to manage, easy to promote. I don't have to spend hours and hours on Facebook, on social media, drilling people to come, selling it. They know about it now. People are bringing people, using um, sort of reward ideas to get people in so that they're doing things like every time that they bring a friend, they both pay half price for the class instead of paying for what. So it's great to experiment with different ideas like that as well that was the other thing that we were the first to ever go out and teach this. So yeah. Liz, Liz took this to, um, I think she teaches for a gym where she's employed. Um, I obviously went very independent. Um, we know where Christina ended up. Steve Dole's doing his karate club up in um, Canada. And then, um, you know, Tony kind of went independent as well. And just started classes on our own backs, and it's it is all trial and error. Sometimes things will work, sometimes they won't. But once you've got the certification, it's yours to do. You go out there and teach what you can, which is great. And, and you come from a music and band background, so that hustle is already kind of built into you. And it's one of those things that you get as much out of it as you decide to put into it as well. You know, and as soon as you start getting your name out there and people start seeing word of mouth is how DDP Yoga took off at the beginning. Robert will be the first to attest to this. Um, the, it was entirely done through word of mouth. And once people start telling people how good they felt after taking your class or how, how, how much they enjoyed you as an instructor or enjoy the program, they tell somebody else. And it's one of those things that, you know, the better you get, the more people are going to come. And the more people that are going to come are going to tell other people. And it's, it's you know, it, it's up to you what you want to get out of it. And it's, it's an amazing program. Um, and not just because, you know, I'm doing DDP radio, but, you know, you guys have really fine-tuned it. Like you said, when you first started, there wasn't a certification program. Everyone's kind of trying to figure it out and figure out what works and what doesn't work. And, and people like you and Yoga Doc have really kind of, you know, fine-tuned it to make it a really exceptional program and very useful for the people who are training to be instructors. There's a lot of resources available to people in this program. Absolutely. Yeah, and um, thanks to, obviously, the medium of social media and the fact that we've got Facebook forums and things, everyone's accessible. You know, you can 
I'd say this now, everyone is more than welcome. They're honestly people vacant. They're more than welcome to add me as a friend on Facebook and then hit me up anytime they want with a message. Or just drop me an email. It's not a problem. We're all reachable. Um, the mentors on there, the guys that have certified already, every single one of them has got those assistance, good advice. They've all been through this. They've all been there. They've all had probably 95 percent of them probably all had the same things at one point. question to answer. I mean, some of the stuff is coming through garbled, but I'm not sure. It seems like you might be having more difficulty than uh, than I am. Yeah. Um, uh, Robert or Stacey, do you want to take this for a second? I'm going to call in on my other line because I can barely hear anything. So uh, okay. I'm going to call I'm going to call in my other line, Robert. Do you want to grab me? Uh, no, but I'll let you through. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those two would never end. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, Hayden, I know we did have a couple of questions by email yeah. from from some uh, members. Did you want to address one or both of them? And they, they somewhat related to training and, and the workouts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have you got it in front of you? Oh, uh, I don't. I don't have it right in front of me. I, know. I, can, I can look it up. I'm on it. Talk about I've being prepared. <laughs> okay. So we had one from uh, from Rachel in Scotland. Yeah, who, I think they were both from the UK. Yeah, they were, um, which was kind of interesting. They um, just prefer your accent over ours. That's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I have the questions here if you need them. Okay. Uh, well, I've got, I've got Rachel. So if you want to prep, uh, I think it was Grant was the other one. So if you want to prep that one. Um, Rachel was asking, uh, she's currently on her second week uh, of BBC yoga and she's loving it, which is fantastic. Um, but she's having a slight issue with um, her weight and the fact that her belly and stomach is slightly getting away on certain moves. And she's asked if there's any particular modification to several moves. Um, the first one of those is uh, safety zone. And uh, straight away for me, sensible option with that modification is struggling to sink further to safety than it is slightly out of the way at the moment developing the way. You can just widen the reason to keep it and sink a little bit lower that way. Uh, that first one with that. With um Bent Lady Barback, um, this one took a bit of thought because obviously that one personally come across before for me from a client of mine, but uh, thinking logically about it, it it's going to be a, a case of not necessarily bending your knees so far. If you can manage to do straight leg bar back, then you, you know you could always go for that. Or 
you don't necessarily have to pivot so far from your hips. You don't have to bend your toes so, so far forwards. If that's still a real problem, you could always grab two chairs and use your chairs instead of your legs and put your hands on your chairs instead of your knees. Um, and that's going to help there. And then the other one that you had was, and how she described this is great because even I'm struggling to work this one out. Uh, what we, I don't even know what we call it. It's um, at the end of every workout, the cross leg stretch that we do, the fold forward that Dallas does. Um, again, same as safety zone. You don't necessarily have to have your legs so close. So you could just bring the soles of your feet together. Um, and then slowly but surely, as you start to lose the weight, you could bring those legs back in. The thought to bear in mind is just do what you can in those moves, in those positions, because hopefully that belly's not going to be there forever and it's going to be dropping every time you do the workout. So that was uh, that's for Rachel up in Scotland. Yeah. Um, in, yeah, that, that's great advice, um, by the way. Um, uh, we, uh, we have another uh, – let me see, I got it right here. Um, it's uh, – we got uh, let's see Glenn oh sorry Grant Woodley uh, from the UK and he yeah. is currently on the certification road uh, he's had some major ups and downs in his journey due to illness kids work and life in general uh, his main issue is keeping motivated um, he knows it's a long road uh, and can take you multiple diversions but getting your goal um, finding my diversions are affecting my strength and it feels like it's starting over more and more he's struggling with time. Uh, making time to do the program, and he thinks he needs some help. Uh, he was wondering if any of us with uh, jobs and kids and life issues may have some suggestions on how to keep him motivated. I uh, have a job. I don't have kids, but I have many, many, many life issues, as most people can attest to. Um, uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna hand it over to, to Hayden and Stacy and Robert. But um, I find that sometimes. You know, and, and this may sound brash and cruel, and I'm as guilty of it as anybody. I think we kind of lie to ourselves when it comes to time. I mean, obviously we're all busy, obviously, especially if he has kids. But I feel like sometimes we make excuses why we can't find a few minutes to put aside. And I think it's really just a lot of it comes down to discipline and just making sure that we, we make that time. And, you know, if we have time to go watch TV for an hour, if we have time to do – you know, you know, you know, non-important things for uh, slack off for a while. I think that when you make it a priority and make it as much as a priority as your health should be, I think the time kind of creates itself. But obviously, we all ha- are very busy, and we talked about this last re- week, Robert and Stacy and I, that you know sometimes in those busy days you don't need to do an hour workout. You squeeze in what you can, but it's better than nothing, and and it's worth it in the long run. Yeah, the, one of the things that I found that helps me is um, kind of look at how much time that you're watching TV or how much you're screwing around on the Internet or, you know, playing around. Because there's a lot of things like that that, that you can do. Like if there's something I want to catch on TV, I'll put it out and I'll, I'll just do a freestyle workout in front of it. You know, you can almost always find, you know, some time that, that to, to, you know, that, that to, to give to your workouts where you you know you can like combine things that way. Yeah. That's yeah, a good I'd, strategy. I'd, I'd agree with definitely what Robert said. Um, I know Grant quite well. Uh, I've met him a couple of times. Um, he's a great guy and I know from what he's posted in the past on Facebook that what he's gone through. Um, my 
Yeah, you're fading real bad now, brother. Can you hear me? Yeah, that's better. Okay. Now you're better. Now I'm better. I need to move the iPad closer to my mouth. That's what I need to do. Um, he said uh, he's he gets home about 9 o'clock at night, and therefore he's struggling to find time to work out. And my thought behind that would be if he could just maybe once a week fit in energy or a fat burner at 9 o'clock at night and then pick one day at the weekend where he's going to do the level one. He's going to do that workout. He's going to find that that will slowly but surely build his motivation himself to get back on it and to do the workout more and more. Um, obviously, he's got a lot of other things to deal with at home, so it's what to do around that. But as Mike said, you know what he's fine. I mean, as Robert said, you might just have to watch the TV show and find the gold map and watch the TV show while you're doing the workout. There are always options around them, but time the time's available, you just need to use it. Yeah. yeah it's, um, uh, when you're studying for L1, I can speak from experience. It's a temporary passage, but it's an intense one. And for that, whatever amount of time it's taking you to get certified, uh, I'm finding some things just kind of have to go on hiatus, you know, whether it's TV shows or reading or just diversions. They, they kind of have to be shelved um, so yeah. I can devote time to studying. And it's temporary, but... Uh, Something's got to give, basically, and it, it is tough when you have a, a very full life already. But just just try to figure out what what can you give up temporarily, and um, know that it'll be worth it in the end. Yeah, since we're actually on that topic, um, I just was queuing calls, uh, and we've got Travis who has some thoughts on that exact topic. Yo, hey guys, how you doing? hey. Hey, Travis. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, real quick. I've got, you know, because um, this is something I've been working on with my people as far as uh, working on through the DDP yoga level ones and that sort of stuff here. Here's something I've been encouraging Stacy, who's one of my people I'm working with here, and a lot of my people mm-hmm. do, is break down the level one workout. I've got the level one broken down into phases. So if you can't do a whole workout, okay, break it down and do one or two or three phases at a time. It takes you, you know, it's going to take you, what, 10, 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes. Take 20 minutes out of your day, work a few of those phases. If you can't, if you can't find the time to physically do the stuff, go watch the video, turn the volume all the way down, and start call and watch the video and start calling the calling the workout while you're watching the video. So this way, this and you may not be able to get it done physically, but you're going to be able to work on it mentally to keep this top of mind. So when you do roll out that mat and start working that level one workout, you're going to be you're going to be able to pick up on it. It's going to come a lot smoother. Stacy, how is that working for you? You're doing that. Uh, yeah, that that makes it so much more manageable, not just in terms of you know time increments, 
but in memorization. You know, you just master one section at a time, and it, it seems to come easier the next time. Dallas will, will be the first one to say uh, repetition is the, is the mother of learning. And it's true, the more you just hammer down those basics. And, you know, DDP uh, yoga certification gives you the basics and it hammers you into your head. So you're able to kind of, you know, uh, I've talked to Dallas about this before. He set up DDP yoga and the workout almost like a wrestler would calling a wrestling match. You have a certain path that you want to go with, but if for some reason you get sidetracked, you have enough information and enough knowledge about what you do that you can kind of control those situations and, and guide it back to where it needs to be and the more you're the repetitive you just keep doing it and hammering down those core positions and those basics that you need it's it's the it's the perfect tool um for anyone who's trying to master like we said a skill or a craft and that's what it is and they give you so much um with the workout and then you do it so many times that you become uh you know immune to uh um, any kind of distractions or you know uh, wrong turns that you might take in your class that you can get yourself back on. It really is um, great yeah. at hammering home that. Yeah. Yep. The, the other thing I, Sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, by the time you get done with it, you'll be able to call it in your sleep. <laughs> yeah, you're right as well because I. I Personally, what I did, I, I did the whole write out thing. I, I spent a long time watching the level one with a pen and paper, and I wrote the whole thing down. And then I'd read it. I'd spend, if I was at work, if I was between school speaking drums, I would just pull out my notepad and read it. So either way, it's the same thing as watching it and calling it out. You're, you're memorizing it. You're getting it in your brain one way, shape, or form. It doesn't matter if you've not managed to hit the map for a day or so. It's not a problem. You're still doing your work. You're still going through the process. Um, and the other one is when Travis said about turning the sound down and calling it, if you can, turn the sound down, call it, and do the workout at the same time and see if you actually match up exactly with what's going on on the screen. That's yep. another mm. interesting That's topic. a challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and I got I got to ask you, Hayden, just for the people kind of listening, how did you evolve? Like obviously, uh, Travis kind of put over the fact that there's nothing that I've done in the hours that I've obtained is, uh, you know, call start calling the workout along with the level one that you're doing. You're going to be practicing the level one, and once you get that, it's really important because when you're working out, it's one thing, but when you start having to talk throughout a workout and and use your breath as you're working out and kind of focus on everything, it's kind of like you know. Um, uh, rubbing your belly and patting your head. It's kind of like a different sensation to kind of add all those uh, into each other. How did you kind of manage to, uh, you know, add certain aspects of the workout uh, teaching in? Because it's kind of hard to juggle at first. So what, the, the, the call-in and the actual workouts at the same time? Um, yeah, well, we've done the workouts for for a while, but when you actually start having to introduce, you know, speaking throughout the, your workout and then yeah. kind of focusing on the mirrors, like, the multitasking. So the, the, the first thing you're going to notice is the mirroring uh, in front of any class. The mirroring is the hardest thing. When you first start, it takes a long time to get your head around. I mean, I, my weakness, I'm, I'm dyspraxic, so I struggle with left and right as it is. Um, I'm lucky enough to have different tattoos on both arms. 
So now I go by my chassis and I know which is my left and which is my right and which is my instructor left, which is my instructor right. That's an in-joke for every instructor that's out there when you do a workout with DDP, whether it's in the app or anything else. Because you've been mirroring for so long, you now forget which is your left and your right. uh, (laughs) By that one, because we had to shout instructor left, instructor right to her at the retreat. And I don't think in that. Um, Basically, the the hardest part is the the cardio level. being able to control your breath. Dallas talks a lot about being able to control your breath and comfortable situation. If you can count in for a count of ten, if you can breathe in for a count of ten, you can exhale for a count of ten, and you can do that in positions like back and burn, and you can do that in other positions. When you get to call in a straightforward level one workout or a dining does an individual workout, it's the same principle. You control your breath within that situation. So the minute your breath starts to go, the minute you start to hyperventilate, you're sucking air, you're pulling it in, your heart rate goes higher, you get blown up, you burn more calories, not necessarily for the best reason, and you will feel it for the rest of the day, if not the rest of the week. Um, so it's monitoring breath, monitoring your heart rate. Make sure you've got your heart rate monitor on. And then you can actually maybe concentrate a little bit more on what you're trying to say, what you're trying to get across, what you're intending on getting across in your class. If you're doing a level one, we all know the structure. You've learned the structure. You know it off by heart. You get in front of the class, you will think it's not a problem. The only person who knows you forgot those things, apart from the people videoing, viewing your video, is going to be you. Because the people in your class won't remember the structure from week to week. So you're learning it in front of the class. You're teaching it in front of the class. You're putting your ideas forward. You're trying to get your class involved as you go. You just need to control your breath and face it and think about it. So if you can't remember which is your left, which is your right, and you've had a memory blank, you can't think which one you've just done or which side you need to put out. If you're saying their left and you need to put out your right, you can't figure that out. Take a breath. Take it easy. It's not It's not a race. <laughs> Quote yoga doc, it's not a race, it's a marathon. And it's true. Does that help? Quite a long-winded answer, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice. uh, thank you, Travis, uh, for checking in. I uh, appreciate you calling. Um, vitamin T on the line. <laughs> And uh, mm-hmm. we will chat with you in a little bit. But we have uh, Hayden called us at the beginning of the show. He let us know that we're going to hear from Liz. And, uh, of course, you know her. She's been around the DDP yoga community for a long time. She herself is a certified instructor, and she is kind of like a a warrior woman. She's physical specimen. She can do crazy stuff uh, just like Hayden. But, uh, Liz, hello. Hi. I just had to call in to say hello to my mother's favorite DDP yoga instructor. <laughs> it's like the DDP Yoga United Nations here. We got Britain, we got Ireland. <laughs> yeah, no, my um, my mom goes to Hayden's class. It is by some random coincidence. I live in America, but my mom lives like by three miles down the road from Hayden. Yeah, oh, really? I love it. That's crazy. And a, a lot has of told me on like... more than one occasion that Hayden is her favorite DDP Yoga instructor, and she's been to my class. 
Yeah. Well, he is, I, I, he is a rock star, so kind of, I, you know, I'm women not, kind of <laughs> are into that. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't realize that um, Liz, obviously her mum lives around the corner from me. Um, and when I filmed my certification video, I filmed my Diamond Dozen. I finished my level one. I needed to get my Diamond Dozen workout done. Um, I got a message out of nowhere, pretty much, saying, do you really live in Bognor Regis? And I said, yes. And she said, cool. Are you doing any classes or any teaching? And it was Liz. And she was visiting her mum for Christmas. And she came and basically was part of my Diamond Dozen video, which was awesome. And And then in return, he and Laura did my Diamond Dozen and my Level 1. So we're both in each other's videos. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, small world. I I just want to touch on the the thing about left and right. I I disagree with Hayden. I find that very easy. Um, (laughs) So I think everyone – no, I just – I think it's important to know that everyone is different. Um, Some things are going to come easy to some people, and different things will be hard for different people. Except for me, obviously being at the retreat, I I now can't do left and right as a student anymore. I'm broken. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great point. I mean, it's basically uh, you know unlearning what you've known in your entire life, and, and but you know some people can kind of pick up on that. Like me personally, I'm a uncoordinated mess to begin with. Um, so you know, I actually was was pathetic enough to write an R and L on my on my opposite hands to kind of figure it out because you know when especially when you're new at something like this, you know, there's a lot to kind of manage at once. Um, but, you know, some people just kind of take to it. Some people take to different aspects of DDP yoga easier than others. Some things when I was starting, people couldn't do at advanced levels, and certain things at advanced levels I couldn't do as people could when they first started. So everyone's different, and everyone's kind of, you know, physical, you know, being is is different, and we kind of take to different things at different times. But that's a great point. You know, not everyone's going to struggle with the same things. There's going to yeah. be a yeah. lot of people who get things easily, some things harder. Don't forget, I, I preface me by saying that I'm dyspraxic and therefore left and right for me are, are hell. Always have been. Never, never really got my head around that at all. But um, I do know a um, instructor, not DDP yoga instructor, but another uh, traditional yoga instructor who has L and R written on their mat. Yeah, I've seen instructors do that. Like yeah. fully certified instructors at where I work, they have. I've seen them come in with L and R written on their hands. Yeah, but you know anybody who doesn't know that we're doing the mirror thing, they're gonna think we're all idiots. They're like, look at these morons. They don't even know they're left and right. I have had students that like sort of follow me, and then I see them like look at me like I'm stupid, and then they'll go the wrong way, and I'm like, no, 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 I I know my left and right. I'm mirroring you. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, it's just one of the the various challenges you get when you're teaching. Liz, you were one of the, the first uh, DDP yoga instructors, too, and you've obviously seen this thing kind of uh, progress, and you've, you've actually got a class going uh, for a, quite a while now. Um, what, do you, what do you have to say about, like, you know, somebody first starting? You know, obviously we're trying to get the word out, trying to get people to come in here and start teaching this and bringing it out to the people. Like, what do you, sure. have, to, uh, what do you have to say about your, your time in the certification program and what you learned from it? What, um, I, I learned a lot, um, and I've learned – a lot of things that not just empowered me as a teacher or as a, a, a yoga practitioner, 
But things that have empowered me in my in my non yoga job or in other aspects of my life, it's 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 such a wonderful experience for you as a whole person, and it's really going to impact you in ways that you wouldn't expect. So there's just so many benefits to it. Um, I would really encourage people to do it. Um, and I mean, you know, you were you were to- sort of coming full circle to that guy you were talking about saying he has kids and he doesn't have time. A really wonderful thing I learned was never say, I don't have time for that. Say, that is not a priority for me because that's a more honest answer. And, I mean, I remember when I was in grad school, I used to be home by about 4.30 in the afternoon, and I was always like, I don't have time to work out. I'm like, I was awake till 11. What was I doing that I didn't have that time? Uh Now I have a a full-time job. I have my part-time fitness job. I have a kid. I have a husband. I have a house. And I still make one to two hours a day for my own personal workout because mm-hmm. it's my priority. I, it's, and I don't have time to watch TV anymore because that's not a priority for me. And wow, that that, always that's a good way to look at it. So like it's one of those things that always like kind of equates to... to the, sorry, go on. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I didn't hear you. I was just going to say, like, if someone was thinking, well, I'd love to do this, but I just don't have time, you do have time. You do. Um, it might take you a bit longer. You might get through it quickly. But it's, it, if, you don't, if you feel you don't have time, that's not true. Yeah. And the long-term okay. success is going to be from, like you said, making it a priority, making this uh, an important part of your day. Because as soon as you allow it to be something that, eh, it doesn't matter. I do it or not, it, it becomes less and less. Uh, you know, you're not going to be end up doing it. You're gonna you're gonna find reasons why you can kind of cast that aside and replace it with something else. But when you look at it as, as a top priority in your life, it's you know it's always going to be there. Yeah, and I mean, you know, the, the, the process of like getting through it. Like, don't people get so bogged down and I want to get through it in six months, or I want to get through it in three months, or a year, or whatever. Um. The whole process is about teaching yourself to enjoy continually learning because, I mean, Hayden and I were talking today and we were just discussing, the learning really starts the second you get your certification. Um, And you should always continually want to learn. Um, That's what makes a truly successful instructor, like never thinking you're done, always thinking you're on the the road of learning. Um, and so just continually seeking out ways to improve yourself and to educate yourself and to practice things um, is what's going to make a successful instructor. Yeah. Yeah, that brings so through with pretty much everything that I've done with my own personal workouts, with my own personal teaching. Um, I struggle with so many different things, so many different areas of workouts that I still can't do. I still find inversion incredibly difficult. I still don't have flexibility to get down into splits and things like that. So that's me. That's my progression. That's where I'm going with it. And I'm finding time to get up in the morning and, and do those things before I go out. And then in the class, you're still learning because even though I'm two and a half years into teaching, I'm going to get someone come along that's probably got something I've never come across before. They might have an injury I've never come across before. And so I'm always looking, always learning on how to work, how to modify, how to help people through the class as well. So it never stops. It never stops. The minute you pass 
the minute you start teaching, you're learning from strength to strength. Yeah, that's when it really starts, is when you pass the certification. Yeah. Which is in any kind of field. You know, if you're a doctor and you graduate med school, you're not you're not the master surgeon you need to be. The only thing that's going to make you good at what you do is experience in the field. And that certification allows you enough knowledge and a basic knowledge to go out there and become great on your own. And uh, it, it's one of those things that only experience is going to kind of make you as good as you want to be. And as soon as you're good as you want to be, you should always strive to be greater, you know. People, I yeah. talked about this last week, you know, glass half full, glass half empty. How about you just fill the glass? Always try to fill the glass. Yeah, you can. Yeah, and I mean, like medical doctors and like um, in the fitness community and, and all of those kind of careers, to maintain that, that a doctor's license, they have to continually get educated. They can't just, well, I've got my, my four years of med school education. I, I, I don't need to learn anything more. They, they actually are forced to learn new things. And, I mean, when you teach in a gym, you generally have to have a group. I mean, in, in the United States, this is. You generally have to have a group X certification. And to maintain that, you have to continually be learning new certifications or new um, parts of the, of the fitness uh, discipline. Especially. What was that, Hayden? I said back in Lizard because I think that goes the same over here with the gym instructors and PT certifications over here. It's, it's got to be maintained. They have to do something, you know, every, like, once every 12 months, once every two years to maintain their certification and make sure their education is going forward, make sure they're pushing themselves every time. Especially in the fitness and health industry where the science and, and things just keep evolving and we keep discovering more ways to do things and better ways and efficient ways to do things. You know, yeah. it's, it's always got to be one of those things where you got to keep on the ball and keep up with, with the technology and keep up with the science in your field. Well, yep. especially, as, I mean, in medicine and fitness, the, impact, the negative impact of not keeping up with the field is just so devastating because you're dealing with people's health and injuries. Um, so it's very important. Yes. And, uh, and I, I wanted to point out that Liz is the first, aren't you the first female instructor? Yes, Le- I am. One? That is a huge honor. So she's been a trailblazer for many women who have uh, followed her in her footsteps and want to follow in her footsteps. Yeah, I, I really love seeing women pass the certification process and join the Diamond Circle. I love seeing I love when women reach out to me to ask for help with the process. I mean, I'm always happy to help anyone, but I have a special place in the sisterhood to mentor and Uh assist people with that process. It's great to have a collection of of quite a few uh, female certification uh, holders, too, because, you know, you guys kind of face a different set of issues than a lot of guys face in the process, you know, we're, we're built differ- differently biologically, we're built different, you know, physically, and, you know, it's good to have a mentor uh, that you passed really early as well, so it's great to have that kind of female view on things, too, as we go through the certification. Well, and it just shows how um, how diverse a, a population DVD is applicable to, where other fitnesses, fitness uh, form, formats are not really appropriate for everyone. DVO, I think, is. Yeah. Yes. Every, every and, 
And uh, we're just about the time to uh, wrap things up real quick. But uh, I want to put over the ddpyogacertification.com if you want to get in on this. And Hayden's going to come back uh, regularly and talk to us uh, for a little bit because we really want to we want to get the questions answered. We know you have a lot of questions answered. And, uh, you know, Hayden is the DDP Yoga Director of uh, Certification, and uh, he's got a lot of answers for you, and he's got a lot of information. We want to get as much people to get out there and do this on the field as possible um, because that's the way things grow. We get through word of mouth. We go yeah. to gyms. We get people on board. Um, so anything Worldwide. left? Uh... Worldwide, Mike. Worldwide. Yes. Well, we, we already are worldwide. This isn't like a yeah. U.S. thing or a U.K. thing. We have so many people yeah. across the world who are involved. But we're getting, we're getting emails from everywhere. Why is there not a DVD yoga instructor in such and such, in such and such a country? They, and the reply is always the same. Why don't you sign up? Why don't you become the DVD yoga? So let's, let's do it. And as you say, I'm going to be back. Any questions, anything you want to know about the certification, about the process, just write in and ask whether they've got it right too much. Yes, yes. Uh, and I guarantee you when the technology allows us to, Diamond Dallas Page will be doing DDPO on Mars. He'll be the first one up there. So <laughs> we appreciate uh, Hayden. Thank you for calling Liz. Uh, thanks for checking in. It was good to hear from you. Um, and we're going to have Hayden back on uh, pretty regularly. He's going to come talk to us. He's uh, he's working towards doing some great stuff for the DDPO certification program. Real quick, I want to put this over. Saturday, August 6th, 2016, the DDPO Performance Center uh, is holding the ultimate workshop, The Big Deal. Uh, he does these every once, every once in a while. It's a huge, like, day-long activity, um, DDP yoga workshop, meal, fitness, uh, health training, all kinds of cool stuff. That's at the Smyrna Performance Center in Georgia, the DDP yoga Performance Center, Saturday, August 6th. And until then, we'll talk to Hayden next week. We'll talk to Robert. We'll talk to Stacy. I'm Mike Mullins. We'll talk to you guys later. Remember to never, ever, ever give up. See you guys. Picked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, oh, diamond Cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond oh. Cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.